All right, we're back at MJ BizCon 2022. Another esteemed panel. We got a little flashing on the confidence matter. That doesn't help my confidence, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a happy man because this is the crazy stuff that happens at MJ BizCon. Thanks to Jeff and the guys at Aspire, we have brought together Exhibit. We have brought together Jason Beck. We have brought together Big Mike at the Aspire booth here at MJ BizCon. And you know, everybody knows who you guys are. So, so let's just get into the heart of the matter. Yes. You know, we'll talk about your current projects and what you guys are doing next and your businesses at the end. But people are out there. They miss MJ BizCon. We're sending these out next week. What you know, 48 hours at MJ BizCon. Who wants to go first? Interesting things, hot topics. I mean, uh, for for me, it's always interesting to come to these conferences because you get to see who is now paying attention to the cannabis business side of things but then you also get to see who's also taking care of the most important part of this whole thing is the plant um is is who's paying attention to uh advancing the medicinal side of things who's who's invested in the in, in the in the culture of cannabis and not just the finance and the profit of cannabis so it's a weird mixture you get to see that every year uh more and more people show up and inquisitive about what this is all about and i love to see the innovations that are coming people from different industries are coming into this bringing best pack practices like big mike coming in with the advanced nutrient side of things i mean he can easily build a business off growing tomatoes and produce for the rest of his life but the fact that he's gearing things towards cannabis is very impressive and what he's been able to do on this side to enhance what we do with the plant not just profit off of it so it's dope to be able to come in and and, and, and kind of know who's in, who, who's in, who's out. You know, some people are falling off, some people are staying in. It's, yeah. been, it's, been, a, it is, it's been a roller coaster ride, but um, I'm glad to see how big it's going, uh, how, how, how it continues to grow. And uh, like the benefit of it, man, is it's exciting to see. So, so, big, so, so big Mike, when you're up, you got to talk about his yep. brand, okay? Jason, Beck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, we got, well, we just switch off like yeah. that, Jason. You can talk about me, and I'll talk about you. <laughs> Before we went on air, we were talking about forming a rock band, and I forgot. A, I, I was, I was like, I was like, we have a great singer already. Yeah, so. and three cowbells. <laughs> yes, like, we can't do that's, this. That's it. <laughs> we got three cowbells and a singer. That's I would, a whole. I would, I would do the drums. You drums? Yeah, I would okay. do the drums. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, then let's go. Yes. Help me out. Yes. Are there like yes. high tones, low tones on cowbells? I don't know. I'll I have no idea, but I guess there are. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's all about the size of the bell. Okay, so we got a bunch of cowbells, and we got a drummer, and we got a singer, and we're good to go. Yeah, that's it. we're rolling. Jason, what do you find at MJ BizCon? You know, I I just find it. I always get overwhelmed by this conference because it just keeps on growing and growing and growing, and. I just, I just sit back and I look at, at all of the money that it costs to put up one of these booths and I think about the olden days like with High Times Cannabis Cups and other events and we would we would set up a 20 by 20 booth or you know what I might? That's and, right, and, and, at, and, at and the racetrack in Michigan. Exactly, yeah. and, and now when you look look at this and the size and I just start, I just start quantifying like how much people are paying for shipping to have all this equipment here. And I'm just like, I, I just get blown away that there's so much money getting put into cannabis and it's such a positive thing for our industry. The, the biggest thing that I see is the shift that is happening every year from the legacy guys to the corporate guys. And the legacy guys who are not adapting to the corporate way of doing business are gonna be left behind. And so, from our as aspect, we now have uh, educational platforms 
for the hydroponic store owners to help them. It's called uh, the Advanced Nutrient Certified Retailer Program, how to engage with clients, how to make the store more friendlier uh, about all of our products and how to run a profitable business. On the commercial side, we have a platform coming up. And by the way, November 28th is official launch for the uh, Advanced Nutrient Certified Retailer platform. And nice. we have another one for called the Green Team. Mm -hmm. And that is for the commercial cultivators. Because what we find is the master growers know their stuff inside and out. So then they hire a bunch of guys and they don't know what to do. And there, there isn't this crop consistency that they're looking for, the quality. So now they'll have a system. There's tests on there they have to take. And whether they pass uh, the test or not will determine whether they want to hire these guys or not or take the guys that they have and move them to the next level so they can get that consistency. We've seen this industry move from wanting just a lot of quantity because a lot of the money guys thought it's just like a weed and, you know, they didn't understand mm -hmm. the plant. Now the corporate guys are understanding more. It's about quality of the bud. And so we're seeing a lot more people that were using, let's say, cheap salts, and that's all they're using, are now using higher quality products and different kinds of additives that will produce the type of quality that they're now looking for and what the marketplace is demanding. You know, I'm so glad you're doing educational platforms and the green team and these, these mm -hmm. community-based uh, targeting le legacy markets or letting people uh, get information. That's what, one of the things we do here at Mita, especially well, as we educate the public, we let them know who they are. People will be able to go to Jason Beck, find him on LinkedIn. You also have a podcast too, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, just recently started. It's America's number one daily cannabis news show, high at 9, 9 a.m. Pacific, high noon on the East Coast, one full hour of all that you need to know of what's going on news-wise within the cannabis industry. All right, maybe we could, do you have a podcast too, or? All right, Business Outlaws, and we're going to be starting that up again during COVID. We kind of took it easy, and... Uh, Chris Collins and I are going to fire that thing back up again. Nice. Excellent. But I wanted to talk a little bit about, oh, we talked, have you ever, I got a podcast, You got too. a podcast, oh, too. All right. There yes. we go. There we go. It's, I, called, I would, it's go called the Lasagna Ganja Podcast. The Lasagna Ganja. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking amazing. We're going to launch it in February. We're just doing all the pre-pro right now. I can't wait. Mm -hmm. I would love to have you guys yeah, on absolutely. there because there's a lot that is discussed. We call the Lasagna Ganja, not because it has anything to do with food, but it has. there's so many layers to what we do in the cannabis industry that, um, we, we, you know, that we're going to explore each and every one of those. So it's going to be good to see. And I, I nice. was, you know, uh, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the legacy market yes. and the transition from the legacy market yes. to the corporate market because that's such a, a complex, uh, I don't know what the word is. It's been happening for 10, 15 years now. Yeah. Right. It's going to happen for another 10, 15 more. Right. Uh, but, 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 you know, what, what is your perspective on that? And I know you have a lot of friends. A lot Absolutely. Of no, I have some experience. I can speak very intelligently yeah, to that. Yeah, I, I didn't want to dig. You know, it's, no, it's unshackled, no, though, so no, we're open. Yeah. No, my first, my first brand was called Brass Knuckles. By far, we were the first vape company to get as big you as you guys we killed did. it with right. that yeah. brand you right killed right. it yeah but, you know and 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 the, what we were able to do with that brand um in the traditional market or the legacy market as people are calling it now um was unheard of so you know there wasn't as many regulations there wasn't is the taxation wasn't as is the over taxation you know right the over taxation yeah. so now coming into this market there's no clear path for um, either you either you see the long haul or see the long game and play ball in the in, in the legal market, 
or you just continue to flourish and it, there's no there's there's no reason to have the legacy guys come over to there's no enticing reason for them to come over to the legal side of things what they need to do is make it so that there is a clear path for them to come over and bring that side of the business and the people that purchase and love their products over with them to strengthen the legal market. But California is a shit show because of the taxation and their lack of um, accountability um, to get the bad stuff out of the street and make sure that these things are getting geared towards the people that are actually paying their taxes and bills and, and, and running their business the way that they the, the regulations are, are said to be run. So, you know, there's a lot of work to be done, but we really are the first when it comes to knowing what happens in the legacy market and then making that transition over to, you know, being multi-state operators, doing it things doing things legally, um, paying all of our bills and taxes and whatnot. And it's tough. It's rough for people that are doing it correctly. I know Jason's right. He's like, he's oh, like man, you know, we I have mean, long night discussions yes. over drinks about this stuff. Dude. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the reality of it is, is, is the uh, the cannabis industry overall is in is, is in a desperate, desperate despair when it comes to actually financially being profitable within a cannabis company. I mean, there was just an article a few days ago that uh, eight of the top MSOs in the country owe the IRS over a billion dollars in back owed taxes wow okay now and these companies are not paying the IRS they're they're diverting and creating payment plans because the cost of capital is so high it's actually cheaper to owe the IRS as opposed, as opposed to as opposed to get more infuse more capital into your business because of the interest rates are so high you get, get, get a little closer because the interest rates are so high absolutely yeah that money is expensive yeah yeah exactly so, yeah if I can get paid on five thousand bucks on a fucking you know, 500 or a million dollar fucking tax debt let's do it yeah we need <laughs> we, we need safe banking um, number one and also too I encourage everyone to check out the state's reform act it's the most sensible piece of legislation that's been introduced in the house by congresswoman Nancy Mace out of South Carolina, um, I think I believe it's calls for a three percent excise tax overall, or maybe it's a five percent excise across tax overall board. across the board. We it would open it up. We would have interstate trade, and that is what the cannabis industry needs more than anything. California cannabis is the number one brand in cannabis in the entire world. California has been supplying the world with its cannabis for the last eighty or ninety years, and there's no reason that it should not continue. Uh, Mike, any thoughts on that, Mike? Oh, like. They're both right. There's a lot of legacy guys that our industry would benefit from that are not coming in the industry. No. They don't want to have yeah. anything to do with it. It's because they can and make more money and, in and, the And, in and the they're staying market. black market, and yeah. they're going to stay black market to the bitter end. Exactly. Yeah. There's no reason for them to come in. You know, and, and it's so hard to get politicians to understand that. And, and the corporate guys to understand that, that it just, just isn't a tomato or a cucumber or pepper yeah. that you're growing. That this... From a genetic standpoint, it's a highly sophisticated plant. There's a lot of variance in it, and uh, it takes skills to understand uh, how to grow it to uh, the proficiency to a level that uh, people want to buy it and are clamoring for, like it, napalm. Mm -hmm. it, it is wild, the, the, the diverse set of regulations, rules, and state by state, country by country that, that, that is evolving and developing. And they are, way too, uh, they are way too complicated. Like Germany's talking about 15, limiting to 15% THC. That's Man, just, that's, like all, a, that's a death nail for them. All that does is just fuel the illicit market. Absolutely. That's all that yeah. that does. Everything they get yes. wrong, the yes. legacy guys have right. Yep. 
Yeah. And, and it just strengthens them. They, it, 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 it empowers them to be like, listen, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And the legacy guys yeah. are the tastemakers. Right. They're the ones that are driving exactly. the market. Right. Exactly. All of this. They all, don't get it. All these THC caps are just the most ridiculous thing. If you're a politician, you're supporting a THC cap, we need to have a conversation because it's not based off of, off of science. It's alcohol is the same way. You yeah. get beer with zero alcohol and all the way up to, like, Everclear that's whatever, 90 proof yeah. or well, you know, 80 proof. You, know, you, it's funny. you walk in a fucking college party with some O'Doul's. Yeah. And see, <laughs> and see how the, what the well, fuck see, I, 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 I consider O'Doul's hemp. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So, yes. J Jason and, 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 and Exhibit and Mike, you can comment. Yeah. Uh, uh, big Mike, sorry. And, right. uh, oh, either uh, way. Comments on this as well. But, Jason, you talk to a lot of politicians. I mean, we mm -hmm. went through the Rohrbacher Grand Paul connection, yeah. and uh, describe their level of knowledge and understanding of cannabis, cannabis regulations, the cannabis industry, and your experience. I mean, I think a lot of it depends on whether or not they have a, a, a system set up in their state, and then they will they will grasp how that system works. But the problem is, is we have this complex hodgepodge of different uh, legalization frameworks in all of these different states. We don't have. That's exactly why we need to have deschedule cannabis. And deschedule cannabis. We have to deschedule cannabis. I think everyone needs to know this more than anything. Any form of rescheduling cannabis would eliminate the entire industry as we know it today. Okay, because of the fact, and this is why cannabis has to be descheduled, is because you have the FDA. The FDA regulates everything by the molecule, not by the substance. The FDA already has drug preclusion on THC for Marinol and CBD with Epidiolex, okay? So any form of rescheduling will automatically give the industry into the hands of the pharmaceutical industry and out of our hands. So how do we get there? Well, I mean, we, we, have, to, we have to keep creating the narrative of we have to deschedule. That is not an option to reschedule. Any form of rescheduling, you have the Food, Drug, and Cosmetics Act. Every single cannabis product on a shelf in every single state would fall under the Cosme Food and Cosmetic Drugs Act. Every single product. And then for when the FDA regulates by the molecule, if that molecule is in any package, therefore every product would be an illicit product on the shelf in America. And, and you know, all, all this, all these, these occurrences, uh, these, these things that are going to happen, we need to design an industry, in my little particular perspective, around patients and consumers. They want access, they want innovation, they want competition, they want lower prices. And to me, that involves interstate commerce. You have and to have I heard it, yeah. you say interstate commerce, and you say... Interstate commerce, it, that's the it, hot thing. It, it, it is like, but there's people that are protectionists in nature, and they have their little control of the supply chain, their little fiefdom. Mm -hmm. They don't want yep. cultivation. They're hiring lobbyists to protect yeah. their interests. Of course they, they are. State, and each state is, is enjoying their tax revenue, whatever they're getting for that. They, they're protecting that as well. They, it's really short-sighted. So let's talk a little bit because, you know, it's just unshackled, and I like to get to the deep topics. Mm -hmm. Interstate commerce, I, I want to get there because I think that's what's best for the patients and consumers because they can have access, choice, low competition, everything else. Economics, well, When you look at all agricultural products agricultural products are produced in certain regions that's more conducive to its cultivation florida makes oranges you know what i mean california we produce a lot of things here we have very fertile uh environment for 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 cultivating and cannabis happens to be our number one cash crop you find people talk i mean you you're, you you roll around you mm -hmm. guys are some of the thought leaders in this industry do you find people talking about this the subject is 
interstate commerce, the You hear it every, every once in a while, but the average person, they don't know that yeah. much about cannabis. They're not that right. sophisticated. And, and what you're going to see is home growing. Mm -hmm. As the economy gets tougher in 2023 and 2024, the home growing market is exploding. Look, they don't want to go to dispensary and pay the high prices because of taxation. Right. They don't want to go to black market because it's getting more violent and sketchy now because of the economy. And so they just rather grow it at home. How do you want to grow it? You want to grow it with auto flower seeds in your, you know, your windowsill? Do you want to grow it in your garden? 22 states now allow for home growing, uh, three to six plants. So right. you're going to see a lot more of that uh, mm -hmm. happening. Or do you want to grow in your basement in a, in a tent or however you want to do it? I imagine with advanced nutrients and the, and the products you guys sell, you guys can keep track of that stuff pretty we well. We are, yeah. And so we're coming out this spring with home grow kits. You home grow kits. Ab absolutely. Big Mike's Grow Your Own at Home. Nice. Big That's it. Big nice. Mike's Genetics. We should, we should talk about a collab, Mike. Nice. Um, Damn. With, That's uh, smart. With, 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 with That's DNA smart. Genetics because you can now buy DNA Genetics seeds online here in America. Yeah. 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 www.dnagenetics.shop. Yeah, and if you out. enter a promo code Beck, you get 10% off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. Greenhouse. <laughs> this is like the Greenhouse guys. Uh, the Greenhouse guys from Amsterdam, they're, they're going yeah. getting into that as well. Yep. They're starting to just see an uh, influx of people just coming in for seeds only. you mm -hmm. got yeah. Sensi yeah. Seeds as well. You know? yep. Happy 420, y'all. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's get to uh, yes. aspire, aspire to Thank you, you so much, And there's Luna. two things I want to talk about. Your guys' uh, activism, your guys' community involvement, yes. some of the not-for-profits you guys support. Amazing. And then I, yeah. I, and you know, I love getting into the philosophical stuff. You guys are all deep thinkers, thinking about interstate commerce, regulations, the movement, the paths mm -hmm. of the industry. That's very clear. I love that. But I do want to talk about a little bit about you guys mm -hmm. and how we support your organizations and your success, because that success is going to continue. Anybody who advocates for interstate commerce, I got your back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That, well, that, one of the things that we do, we have a, a charity called Humanity Heroes. We give back directly to the cannabis community, guys who are lose or grows in fires and this kind of stuff. We give them nutrients heroes. and cash. Yeah. And then also to... Uh, to society as a whole. And Exhibit uh, is a big supporter of Humanity Heroes, and thank you very much for, for doing that. We give away backpacks on Skid Road uh, during the, the Christmas yep. uh, time. Yep. Uh, we did 7,000 last year. We're going to do 10,000 this year. Nice. We're going to do it the same thing to Palladium yep, Parking Lot on, uh, I think it's December 3rd. Yes. And uh, we got this uh, this Sunday coming up. We're going to have 600 meals down on, uh, on Skid Row. And Skid Row is just getting bigger and more gnarly and more dangerous every year. Usually we'd go out in the evening and hand out backpacks. We're not going to do it this year because there's been, unfortunately, stabbings, and they're not treating the volunteers with the respect that they should. Mm -hmm. right. And so yeah. we're just going to stay in give them out during the day and we also give them uh deliver them to the different uh missions that are out there and they distribute them as well and right. the, and uh, the shelters for the, you know, the best way the, the best way for people to find out all about all your activity follow you on instagram joinhumanityheroes.org absolutely okay cool that, that, uh, and a big thank you to exhibit he brought a lot of attention yes. and brought the press uh last year and so we really appreciate yes, you yes no for that. problem man yeah. and, and no eventually problem. we're going to talk about advanced nutrients <laughs> but, but we'll get to that last yeah uh i mean but you know we got priorities philosophy mm -hmm. yeah. philosophy helping others yes. and our, okay mm -hmm. so i know you're involved in, in this project are yes. there any other projects you want to highlight community involvement helping people in some capacity i mean what we do is is uh, yes we we uh, thank you for big mike for letting us uh be involved with humanity heroes we are um we are as napalm we are expanding into multi-state operations um, we are um, under a bigger umbrella. There's things I really sucked at um, in building this brand. And instead of, you know, um, 
try to do it myself. I already brought in people that really understood what they were doing. So I was uh, able to partner with um, a gentleman named Michael Cook and took all, I was self-distributed. I was doing the packaging. I was sourcing, you know, all my stuff from China, overbuying, underbuying, just, it was a fucking shit show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So what I did is I brought in an operator that understood that side of the business, partnered with my talents and, and my expertise of building the other brands. And now it's been really good for me because now we, I just moved out to Vegas. Our corporate office is here. Nice. Um, but now he's, he, you know, he, he owns a brand too called Buddies and B brand, number one brand in Oregon. Uh, Washington is, 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 uh, is doing well. Um, uh, Nevada is, we're opening up for Napalm. We're going, and then we're also going back to Massachusetts. We're going into Chicago and we're looking at New York as well. So there's a lot of things that are happening. If you want to support us, go to Napalm Brands. Dot com or you can get us on Napalm Brands now Na Napalm Brands on IG. So you guys are currently doing the licensing uh, partnership deal. No state vertical, by state? In vertical in integration. We only go in places that we touch the plant from seed to sale. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we're not. We're you gotta the, control your supply yeah, chain. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. We're, we're not. You know that is some people find that that is an easier way or fast way to market, but it's also a fast way to crash your fucking brand. Yeah, it takes a lot of investment capital to do these state-by-state state plays. Correct. Mm -hmm. that, that, that's one of those things. So you guys are controlling the product. That's actually really good. I mean, I always tell people, if you can afford to control it from seed to sale with all the marketing, promotion, quality control, that that's the best way to do it instead of entering these wild licensing partnership yeah. deals where everybody's trying to screw each other. No, no. It, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate that we have to deal with Some that people. kind of landscape. But what we've been able to do is form a group of people that work really hard. And really just appreciate where we we all come from different industries um, and we bring everything to the table and work from that aspect and you know we wake up early and go to bed late and we do it every day so you know this this is this has been energetic for me because I get the same gratification from building this kind of business that I do from writing a song or making a movie it is it is good to see something come from nothing like alchemy I'm, <laughs> I'm with you media USA is heading towards brands because it irks me that there's lobbyists out there that are being hired to be protectionists in nature. And I know what the consumers and the patients want. They want access. Right. Somebody in Alabama, somebody in North Carolina, somebody in Arizona wants access to your brand, yes. wherever it's manufactured. That's right. where we need to get to. And other people are thinking about, this is my niche in the supply chain. This is what the government has given me. I'm going to go lobby and try to convince the legislators to let me control yeah. what I have. Even when it goes federally legal, there's still going to be the state-by-state -state fights because those laws have to change. Right. And they're going to be sticking their little fingers in there right. and trying to control things. But brands like yours and people with your understanding are fighting for what's best for the consumers and the patients. Correct. And so, Mita, we're heading in that direction to be a brand-oriented organization. I think what else can join, too? Right. But, but the, the mission of the brands is the mission of the people. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're not asking for much. You know, j just do good business. You know what I'm saying? We're not asking you to be fair because we know that's out of the fucking question. You know what I'm saying? Just do good business. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's drumming. Yeah. Oh, they're taking your spot, yeah, bro. Yeah, they're taking my, sorry, they're warming them up for me. Yes. So, so, yes. so uh, Jason, we'll quickly, then we'll get some big mic, talk a little bit about advanced nutrients because we haven't even talked about that yet. We're, we're all, all, we've got all these other stuff coming. Community activism, some of the stuff that you're involved in because I know that you have a variety of projects. Oh, it, and, how, and how can people support you in your business? Um, you can go and shop at Oz in West Hollywood, 7820 Santa Monica Boulevard. Um, currently, I'm the president of West Hollywood Cannabis Tourism, so we're working on making West Hollywood the premier cannabis destination for cannabis tourism in the world. Um, 
Uh, also, too, High at Nine News. It's America's number one daily cannabis news show. We're currently on YouTube. High at 9, 9 a.m. Pacific, high noon on the East Coast. I'm trying to figure out what Exhibit's doing over there. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to, I want to light this yeah. bitch up. The Let's do it. Joint. No, I don't, I don't, we're at NJ BizCon. Yes. How come Let's nobody's fucking smoking weed? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Let's light it up. <laughs> He's got a grenade. Yeah, I'm with it. Let's light it up. Here we go. So, so, except your shop in Santa Monica, the oldest shop in the country. So I'm the longest continuous retail operator of cannabis in the United States. That's a pretty good title. My store in West Hollywood is the oldest dispensary south of San Francisco in the state, I would say. Uh, and you carry his brand? We do have napalm, yes. There you yes, go. We do. As everyone, yes, as every dispensary in America should. Yes, Absolutely. they should. That's what we yes. need to get to. You know what? And direct to consumer. Yep. I'm all with well. I think direct happen. to consumer. That's 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 with allowing for uh, descheduling cannabis. We we need to get yeah. to direct to consumer. Okay, we might be breaking a rule here or two. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Hey, hey listen. Time. If somebody comes and tells me to stop smoking weed at a weed convention, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get it. I love it. Get I it. love it. Get it. Uh, so excellent. Except for shopping, at, are you doing other products or brands? Um, yeah, we have a few different brands. Uh, Gary Payton, Freeway Rick Ross, uh, Emma and Clyde coming up with uh, Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg. And so those are going to be uh, being released in a number of different states and markets across the country. So make sure that you stay tuned for those as well. You know, and, and I want to get one of the things we're doing with Media USA is something we called can the Canterbury Tales, the stories of the great emerging brands of the global cannabis industry, the differentiators, where they came from. And we're going to dig deep into those brands and understand mm -hmm. exactly why they were created by who and what they're doing. Yeah. So we want to get some of your brands on that show. Most a definitely. Later. Most definitely. Talk about advanced nutrients just for a second. Uh, I know. I know it's. Not sure. It's an afterthought. <laughs> we're, we're, no, no, like you know, we're doing our thing. Gotten some new products out. Uh, How can we help advanced nutrients? <laughs> just by allowing me to be here and, and, and talk about it. And so you know, we've got uh, a three-part powder system now. We got a four-part powder powder system. Uh, we got two new products: Power Up Grow and Power Up Bloom. Uh, to be used with uh, powders because salts will only take your crop so far. If you want to go beyond salts, you have to start manipulating each phase of its development. And we have the products and the knowledge and the know-how and doing it for 23 years. And uh, we've got the products to do that. So uh, we're just always evolving and taking it to the next level and making it easier for people to... Uh, to grow cannabis. Support Advanced yep. Nutrients. They're doing some really good stuff Thank for you. the cannabis community. Jason Beck exhibit. You guys, I'm going to give you guys a closing, you guys close the thoughts, yep. closing thoughts to think of what you want to say. But let me just say, it's been a pleasure to interview all of you guys, thought leaders, philosophers, businessmen, community advocacy. That's my favorite part about this industry is getting to meet people like yourself. We've all met, but oh, we mm -hmm. haven't met before. But nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, <laughs> yeah. too, man. Uh, we met briefly at G4. Yep. And uh, you and I hang out way yes, too much. Yes, we've, we've, we've known each other for years. <laughs> we we yes. wax philosophical and political policy yes. all the time. So uh, so closing thoughts. Jason, you want to go first? Um, basically, you know, the main thing, we got to stay on message, guys. We have to deschedule cannabis. That's really what it, what it ultimately comes down to. We cannot settle for anything less. We have to lower taxes uh, for, for our businesses in order to be able to survive. It's just, it's just a reality. And states should not look at the cannabis industry as just some big cash cow that's theirs and ripe for the picking. Yeah, that's right. Mike, any closing thoughts? Well, it's, uh, yeah, to the legacy guys out there. Legacy guys, this is a great industry. You guys should get in it, uh, stay in it, and to understand where it's going, you need to evolve as a human. 
And you have to put your ego away. <coughs> and if you can do that, you'll be wildly successful in the new frontier of cannabis. And we have a legacy guy here. Yes. Um, and, and you've gone through the journey. You're, you don't oh, know exactly. On, I can hear from, from what you're saying. I'm on the I used to be on the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, yeah, I, I turned the pager into yeah. a storefront, so. Yes. I turned a pager into a storefront, so. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. There you go. Yes. I, you know, I always like, I, you know, I was a prosecutor, 98 to 2010. <laughs> yeah. I went into economic development, 2011, and cannabis, 2012. But in the 90s, I was at Boston University, and my brother was in a fraternity at U of A. We used to ship illegally uh, through UPS and FedEx yeah. all the time. Yeah. It, was, it was kind of fun. The, the biggest drug carriers in America. That's, That's right. That's great. We used, to stand, That's right. we used to stand behind the UPS trucks when they pull up to make sure the SWAT wasn't in there. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. paranoid. Uh, hey, you did what you had to. And their vehicles never get impounded. <laughs> so, I, I want to thank you guys for joining yeah. us. And, uh, and, and and great hope for your brand. Yes. And I want to make sure that that gets out, you know. Absolutely. That, that the, the word gets out there and that it will be. Oh, it's getting good now. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we go. Now we're I'm talking, worried that baby. we're going to get thrown out yeah. of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, yeah. Oh, don't worry. Yes. Aspire's good. Yeah, Aspire. Yep. <laughs> and thank you for Aspire, who won't be here tomorrow. Because <laughs> we're going to be the ones thrown out. Oh, <laughs> Exhibit, yeah. Exhibit, Jason Beck, Big Mike, one of the best meat and shekels we've ever had. Thank you all for being here, and have a great MJ BizCon. Yo, thank you, Thanks guys. Thanks for having us, man. And Luna from Aspire, back here in the house. Oh, yes. There you go. <laughs> thank you, guys. <clears throat> it's going down.